can't feel comfortable with that, is that who you need to get? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, in the man's case, is that who you need to lay your seed with? So. I'm going to first start by saying the minute that you have that type of thought, it's time to go. You know that that's all. <laughs> it's, it's time, time to go. go. <laughs> you know, that's a good. The, the first time, time that you have that thought is the time when it's for you to depart, bro. Like even if you you know get to think about that, especially for someone like you who's in the in the dating space, like you're not legally or you know spiritually tied to anybody or anything like that. Like the, the as soon as you start feeling like that, you know what I'm saying. And I'm gonna keep it inclusive this week. You know I don't really. I hate inclusion, but we're going to do it. Um, I'm going to say hate inclusion. Hate inclusion. Okay. God. Child, 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 child. Oh, my God. The Family Bees podcast is for any listener, bro. Let me put. Wait. Wait. So because somebody is a professional glizzy eater, that makes them sense. I'm just saying that we all. Don't act like we don't all pause at something like that, though. Like think about it, we do a little How? bit. It's a it's a it's a glizzy eating contest, okay. bro. It's once I'll a year. It this way. It's I'll do it this way. Year. Have you ever have you ever seen any of the dudes on on the hot dog eating contest on ESPN? It was like you know what? I think I might need to follow in them footsteps. I might I might want to do that. Well, it comes I might on once a that. year. It comes on. Once I might want to do that. That looked like something I might want to try. Me personally, okay. no, but that don't make it I'm sus. Not... <laughs> Let me tell you this right I'm now. I'm saying talk... that people people do do that, though. I mean, Troy Troy do it for Listen. free, so I'm confused. And, and look at how, how you treat Troy. <laughs> Let me tell you this right now. We talk about glizzies way too much on this daggone on this daggone. Y'all podcast. been bringing it up for like four episodes straight. I have not. You been just gave it up. an example. I have. Not I was been just giving an example. You just gave an example. I was giving an example of how people treat Pete, certain folks in certain groups or certain sports based on their gender. That's what, that's all I was making an observation. I wasn't labeling that is nobody. Not what you said. At that's all, what I was just okay. bringing it. <laughs> What are we talking about tonight? Because you did not say that. I said that, I said that I was bringing, a, I was highlighting the observation that I've noticed based on the conversation that we was having about what is sus and what's not sus. That's all I was saying. Okay. What are we talking about tonight, man? I mean, you, we, you started it. <laughs> you started it. You started I was just replying to it. That's all. Hey, okay. we already ignorant. We I'm already ignorant. We back for another okay. edition, another episode of the Melly D's podcast. I'm your host, Melly Mel. Yes, sir. You know, join me as always. We got Husky and Bearded. We got Dr. Drew Mar in the building. You know, we got your boy, Dr. Life Coach Lace. And we got your boy, T. Roy, a.k.a. Pastor Troy. What's happening? What's popping, fellas? <laughs> What's going Welcome. on? What's Long going time on? no see, it, even though What's it's been last it? week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it. it well, it kind of always feels like that, but then always kind of also feel like the week flies by as well it's kind of weird you know what i'm yeah, saying man. it feels like it's flying by but then also feels like it's been a minute since we you know what i'm saying talk to each other whatever but you know it is what it is i'm glad to be back home yeah. you know uh in charlotte for a change i've been moving a lot on the go doing a lot of family stuff man i'm just trying man, to sit down somewhere, what you yo. talking about just trying mm-hmm. to sit I down somewhere, it. man. I, now i know what the old heads mean when they, i just want to sit down somewhere i just want to sit down somewhere. and not do nothing for real, hey, man. Nothing. Burning the road nothing. up. Mm-mm. I got a free weekend this weekend. I hope I don't have nothing to do either. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I wish that was the case. Hey, but <clears throat> It is what it is, man. I was in Richmond last week for my sister's wedding. You know, uh, family grew a little bit more. Got a new brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. You know, shout out okay. to them. Congratulations to them. Um, 
got out to a rough start. You know what I'm saying? I, I give it, I hand it out equally. You know what I'm saying? I fry people up. I fry my family up too. You know what I'm saying? Got out to a, you know. What was the, what was the hiccup? Uh, it just was, you know, my sister's not much of a planner. You know what I'm saying? She kind of just takes the day by the day, <laughs> however it comes. You know what I'm saying? So her wedding was pretty much the, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. Much the same. Uh, let's just say that. The chicken that was needed for the wedding, she ordered on the day of the wedding at eleven o'clock. No, sound good to me. Sound good to me. I ain't feed y'all. Need to feed y'all niggas nowhere. Y'all need to eat before y'all get. The wedding started at three. She ordered the chicken at eleven. Is Drew drinking a sweet tea? (laughs) (laughs) A mason jar. I'm not mad at that, Drew. Hey, yo, that. Oh no, that's not a mason jar. That's a quality cup. That is a lunch glass. That is a college cafeteria lunch cup. <laughs> Legit. That is a lunch cup, oh, yo. See? You can't do nothing around. Carry on with your story, viewers. I want to remind the viewers that lace is lace not is, a safe space. Actually, you know what? Yo, my ADHD you know what? Lace in. is not a safe space, but last week he did show himself as a safe space, and I'm going to give him some flowers in a little while. I was gonna say. Oh, word. Later, okay, let's hear. I'm gonna bring hear. it up. Okay, I'm gonna bring it up. But no, nah, for real, the, it, the you know what I'm saying the wedding turned out to be all right. You know what I'm saying my sister was happy. Everything was good. Um, now, did she get gas last, station uh, chicken or did she get uh, chicken? No, nah, it was from a little 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 hole in the wall joint in the trap. I mean, the chicken was straight. You know what I'm saying it was straight, but so it was good. Then. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was, it was all right. You know. Um, Got you. Last weekend was probably the first time. Well, ain't probably it was the first time that I actually had all of my siblings in one place at one time in like 18 years. I think the last time that all oh, of wow. my siblings were in the same place mm-hmm. uh, was when I graduated high school. Oh, wow. Uh, for those who don't know, I, I you know grew up in a split home and both of my parents had children outside of each other. Um, so I have two brothers on my mom's side, two brothers on my dad's side, and then me and my sister are full-blooded siblings. So uh, Saturday was the first time that all of us were together in the same place. And then the first time that um, my mother had all of her kids and grandkids in the same space at one time. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, the, so the weekend up. was straight. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed it being around them. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. So, nah, I'm still glad to be home though. But it, but it was straight. Nah, I feel that. That's what it is. That's what it is. Hey, so I'll go ahead and give That's Lace's flowers real quick before we get ignorant. And you know, just say that last week, <laughs> not for real. Lace, Lace is not usually a safe space, but I think that everybody's rubbing off on Lace. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he's he's showing, I'm he's showing progress. I'm getting now, soft. was he a safe space during the podcast, or is this outside of the podcast? Now, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, it's outside the podcast because he ain't safe on the potty. Once once we on, we on. He ain't safe safe around this. He church. roasting cats for um, for glasses they drinking out of. <laughs> yeah, you can't do nothing around Lace, bro. You can't do nothing around lace, um, but no. Last uh, week, last week we was getting we. Well, I say we. I'll say me. Uh, was getting vulnerable on the podcast, just talking about you know um, the the struggle I've been having internally. You know, like uh, with mental you know stuff and trying to stay on the right track, whatever. And lace didn't fry me up on the potty last week, so I'll give him you know praise for that drink. But you know, the next day, uh, the next day he actually hit us all up in the group chat and was like, "Yo, I found this devotional that I think." you know, will help you and help us. And I think all of us should, should do it together or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first time that I've seen Lay show herself as like a real safe space in that regard. And, uh, <laughs> Not the backhanded compliment. Backhanded compliment. Not the backhanded uh, <laughs> so no, nah, for real, that Jay, Hey, he hit me with that Jay. And I was like, look at Lay's trying to, you know, 
He got he got his Troy bag with that joint. Hey, Troy. I'm pulling it. He was like, I'm pulling man. it up right now, man, because it, it, this 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 devotional touching on some things, man. Ain't it, bro? Bro, I felt you, like man, whoever wrote real. that joint wrote it, it just for me. I've been saying that every day since we've been doing it. I'm gonna do it twice. Yo, yesterday was on worry and denial, and yo, it it's what I what I really appreciated about it is it's putting words to feelings that I could not necessarily mm-hmm. like describe. You know what I mean? And I didn't yeah. like I didn't realize that some of the things that I was feeling were uh, were like denial or what was the joint the other day that they was talking about um grieving. Like I you know, I, mm-hmm. I oftentimes mm-hmm. I'm oftentimes there for people who are grieving but I don't get a chance to grieve. Or at least acknowledge that I'm grieving. And the fact that I was, I was like, yo, I actually, I've been through some grieving type moments. And um, mm-hmm, it, it's mm-hmm. good to acknowledge that mm-hmm. because then you realize that you are in need of some support during that time. But otherwise, you're just like, why do I feel like this? And you just be walking around aimlessly. Sure. So, yeah, man, it's it, this joint is really, really good. It's really good. Hey Troy, you got it pulled up right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you want? Which one you want? Hey, say say the name of that joint just in case anybody out there with the Bible app want to you know jump on that joint. Yo, it's called What's Here Now, and it's a seven day devotional mm-hmm. by uh, Gene Stevens. I'm telling you, the first day it's gonna be like, what you talking about? Second day is like, why are you in my house watching me talking, writing stuff about me? That- why are you in my business? <laughs> why why are you in my business? <laughs> That's how I've been feeling, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That Dre felt like whoever wrote it knew me personally, bro. Exactly. They was like they've been listening to my conversation and was like, I got just the stuff that you need, you know what I'm saying, in the conversation and stuff like that. So um today, I, well, I felt like the last two days was really on time, but then today, um, was talking about living in the the spirit of should. And I think that's where mm-hmm. I've been stuck at based on our conversation mm-hmm. last yeah. week about how you uh get stuck in a place where you always are feeling like you should be doing something else or you mm-hmm. should be more and all these other type of things. And that joint was, you know, speaking to me and I had to listen to that joint twice, but uh, this joint been on time. So I'm probably going to run it back uh, after this just to make sure I don't miss nothing. But uh, yeah, I'll give, I'll give Lisa a, a gold star for, you know, improvement. I'll take it. I'll take it, man. I'm glad y'all boys are getting something out of it. And um, like I say, it was it randomly popped up in my feed, and I was like, "Yo, this really touches on what we had just been talking about." So yeah, yeah, I'm glad we were able to two things. One, I did not know Lace had a sensitive, caring bone in his body to even invite (laughs) us to something like that. To be quite honest with you, that's that's the first thing. Second of Uh, all, Melvin, it's a question for you. You know, I know you. From from what I can from what I know from you, you desire to know practical steps to address something immediately. Now this disjointed is that we're reading. It's not giving us practical things, but it is calling out certain things uh, and helping us understand a little bit more about ourselves. How are you? Are you able to like? Mm. Is it is it helping you in a sense of because I know you want practical things. But it's not necessarily giving it to us. It's kind of like how a counselor it points out things for us, and then we have to address it ourselves. Type stuff, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I appreciate that. So she's not necessarily saying do these things to avoid X, Y, and Z, but she is calling out what you should not mm-hmm. be doing or the the bad habits of how you can get stuck in that place. So by her calling that out, 
um, it's helping me to know what I should. It's it's still practical in a sense because I'm like, all right, if I want to avoid that, I have been doing that. So if I want to get away from that, then I need to do blank or, you know, make this mental adjustment or something like that. So I do appreciate it in that regard because she ain't just doing what I feel like most Christians do and just throwing me a scripture with no context because they think it lines up with mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You know, it's really like mm-hmm. um, she's tying the scripture to a tangible situation and tangible feeling, you know, that I have. So I think that's why I've been appreciating it because it is, you know what I'm saying, twofold. I feel like there's some counselor in it, but there's also, you know, some pastor in that joint mm. too. So I appreciate can, it. Mm. Can I read this one quote real Room's quick? taxonomy at its best. Can let me let me read this one quote real quick. Uh Lace pointed it out. It says, Worry is simply living in a not yet that is worse than your now. Mm-hmm. A fictitious construct versus a factual reality. Hey. That joint hit home. I highlighted yeah, that joint. That, 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 I, yeah, that joint definitely <laughs> did hit. I put a highlight on that joint. Uh, let's talk about how Lace actually been leaving uh, reflections in the in the talk about it. In the hey, about you know what I'm saying? Hey, in the talk about it. This is, I'm, like, I'm like, yo, this, Lace. This is not a, this is not a monolithic experience. You know what I'm saying? I am well rounded, bro. I'm like, yo, Lace tapping in. Lace leaving comments I'm, in a, am, in a discussion well section. Rounded. Lace had as discussion board practice. A, as much as I am a toxic, I can be <laughs> all the other things. I. I <laughs> Hey, I've been appreciating. Just the other side of the coin, I didn't even know existed to be for real, for real. Hey, it'd be like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I I'm a chameleon. I, 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 I'm a chameleon. I ain't gonna brag on you too much because I'm sure some folks that listen to this podcast is gonna be like, "Oh, so you can do it for them, but you can't do it for me." <laughs> 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 so, so I ain't gonna do it too much. I ain't gonna put hey. you out there like that. <laughs> But look, yo, we got we got some other segments we want to get to tonight. We got a new one we want to introduce. Uh, before we get yes, into sir. that one, we're going to bring one back we haven't done in a while, uh, which a lot of people seem to appreciate. We like to call that the wow segment. Um, and for those who don't know if this is your first time listening, we used to or like to have what we like to call the word of the week. Well, that is what we allow Dr. Drumar or Dr. Life Coach Lace to bless us with an SAT word that's going to make us all sound smarter amongst the online community. Uh, so I'm going to give it to one of them. I don't even know if they got a word, but... Drew stay with a dictionary, so I'm sure he always got, got a word. Always got a word. Hit him with it, Drew. I don't know, man. Let's go to uh, Marion Webster and see what mm-hmm. they got. Oh, this is a banger. Nebulous. Nebulous. Yeah. So that's N E B U L O U S. Um, that's yo. This is wild, and I'm looking at it. This is literally just a r- ridiculous. Big word for vague, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna use it before the week Absolutely. is out. Absolutely, you make nebulous. Nebulous just is a synonym for vague. Is what is what you saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Unclear, vague, ill-defined. I got another word it's, that I'm gonna try to fit into yo, the potty before the end of the night. And Drew gonna know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 I'm determined to find a way to use this word. <laughs> yo, I'm so glad you. Hey. I'm so glad you gave us the definition of that because I 100% thought that nebulous was part of a of a cell, a human cell or something like that. That's what I thought nebulous was. Oh, I know what you said. So, I, I know what you're trying to say. I'm so glad <laughs> you told me uh, that it means vague, actually. So vague. Yeah. vague. Say, it, say it again. Lace vague. Vague, ill-defined. Okay. So almost... Almost like ambiguous, almost. 
Correct. Yeah, very, very similar to ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know a couple. I can throw them yeah. in there. I can sprinkle I mean, them in. Troy over here thinking somebody talking about white blood cells. <laughs> and, and <laughs> hey, that joint is hilarious. Talking hey. about your nebulous count is down. So <laughs> we will have to prescribe you <laughs> some incredulous. Hey. Can we, and uh, just like that, he yo, becomes, he's no longer a safe space. Can we get just back to like being ignorant real quick? Can we get back to being ignorant? Because I know I gave Lacey flowers, but let right, me let's throw go. this let's out here real ignorant. quick, bro. Let's get ignorant. Let me throw this out here real quick. All this talk we've been doing about Lace being a safe space and making improvement. This nigga Drew came in the group chat and said, hey, y'all, I'm dealing with some health stuff. I got... Hey, hold on, yo. Don't laugh yet. Drew was like, I'm dealing with some health stuff. I have a severe ear infection. I need y'all to lift me up. I'm hoping for the best. Instead of Lace offering encouragement, Lace was like, this nigga damn near 30 years old and got hair, foot, and mouth disease. Yeah, I forgot all about yo, that, yo. I, I forgot about that. The, the parent, the parent in me busts out laughing because <laughs> any parent who's ever had an infant know what hand for the mouth. Yes. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> got newborn disease, yo. What in the world? Yeah, when you nah, said that, Dre, I was wild. literally on the other end of the phone crying, bro. I laughed out loud for real. <laughs> I was like. This is why Lace can't progress, bro. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> Drew and Troy, y'all got to square up with Lace before the end of the year, bro. <laughs> the situation that he be putting y'all in, y'all can't keep standing for this drink, yo. Oh, man. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, y'all y'all can't keep standing for this, bro. We not looking good as a unit, bro. Drew got hand, foot, mouth. <laughs> Troy slinging glizzies. Lace wearing waist trainers. We Come not on, looking man. good as a group, bro. Oh, man. Go ahead. Hey, we not looking good as Go a group. Ahead. Hey, I'm gonna keep this straight rolling, man. We go roll out this new segment that we trying out. We tested it out for tonight. Y'all tell us how it is, man. It's gonna be our first. Yes, shot sir. Uh, and we like to call this the "I know you effing line" segment. And I'm gonna make a sound bite of that joint too. The "I know you effing line" segment. This is where we bring up some wild, whatever we see you know, on social media, the internet experience. Yeah. Uh, and we just gonna let it fly and you know have open discussion about it. So Drew is ready to go today and i think we all seen it but he had more know more about it than me so go ahead you talking about the uh the flyer yeah no 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 let's go with let's go with neo first yeah let's yeah so fill fill me in on that man so basically bro if i'm not mistaken uh it was a couple of weeks ago he and his wife had like renewed their vows or Mm -hmm, something like mm -hmm. that and then like a few weeks later she like made it uh i guess a social media post and she was just like that, you know, he had been like habitually cheating, which did not, it did, you know, this sounds bad. That didn't throw me off at first. You know what I'm saying? Because I, <laughs> in my brain, I'm like, once cats make a certain amount of money or, or once they like that well known, it don't throw me off guard to hear about somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, cheat. I mean, as bad as it sounds. But then she was like, he was like paying. And that's when I was like, hold up. <laughs> you paying, paying, for, paying for yams, bro? Pa- paying for cheeks. I don't understand, bro. Like, what, if you at that point, like, I'm not saying that he you don't like, even have a, to be a, at that point, bro. Like, star. you don't have to be at that point. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Well, bro. Like, he- first of all, your wife is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second yeah, of yeah. all, you're you're famous, bro. 
Like, so you feel like because he, you, you feel like because he's famous, for? he shouldn't have to pay for it, or he shouldn't be in a situation where he is paying for it. Okay. Can we be? Can we be honest? Let's just be honest. No matter whether you male or female, once you hit a certain a certain place, plateau. You, why are you paying? Plateau. <laughs> hey, hey, thank <laughs> you, Lace. You thank you, Lace. <laughs> Bro, I know it's I know it's folks out there just handing it out like they just on the ready. I, I don't, don't know, understand. bro. We literally are watching videos of chicks getting flued out to to give up the butt cheeks and stuff like that. And they looking for some compensation, bro. Especially if you cheating. Like, these girls nowadays, they're like, well, you need to give me money. Otherwise, I'll snitch on you or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, um, Drew. Oh, and, Drew, that's a good point. Was he that, being blackmailed? Was he being held hostage? Or was no, he just- this was like a... this was, let, let me pick up the story. This is like this is like an eight year run, bro. Like niggas was put producing receipts for over eight years of this oh, habitual dang. behavior. Yeah, like this won't nothing nothing new. And I just recall, I know his album just dropped, and I know he was talking about how COVID saved his marriage and all this and that. And now for this to be revealed, like yeah, bro, won't living right. He just he just simply won't living right. <laughs> so Drew, just to bring clarity to the I know you effing lying portion of this segment, is the I know you effing lying part. The fact that he was cheating or the fact that he was paying for buns while cheating. He was paying for yeah. buns too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's exactly. the I know you effing line Yo. in this situation. And first of all, where do you even find a prostitute like to pay? Like where do you where do you like is it a Craigslist? Uh, Instagram. Where where bro, do you Instagram go to do Twitter, that? No, Facebook. I'm saying, no, I'm saying I'm saying like an official, like somebody that deems themselves a prostitute not somebody that's on ig or posting only fans i'm talking about like i i um, my linkedin says that i'm a prostitute like where do you find that at well i'm, I'm well, sure that prostitutes don't have linkedin pages let me say this I don't I'm, think giving, I don't, I'm putting so. context to it I'm, I'm putting context to it bro listen hey yo hold up yo let's stop before hey let's stop let's stop let's stop move on to the next subject no we're bro. here now this is no, no hold on now. hold on <laughs> Now it's a couple things. Hey, bro, you know what's you funny? The only thing you go to somebody's LinkedIn bro. page and you see that they got the only thing that people are gonna take away from this episode, an hour long episode. The only thing people are gonna remember is Lace said prostitutes got LinkedIn pages. I'm telling you, you right know, now. I'm, 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 <laughs> Lace said prostitutes got LinkedIn pages. Hey, bro. Hey, let me tell you something. Hey, Lace, you got. Hey, bro. Hey, Lace, what if they hey, had Lace. a page and they was asking people to recommend their skills on the show? That's what I'm saying. Like, where do you like? Where do you? That's find what I'm that? saying, like, where bro. Do you find that. Yo. If you scroll down to the bottom, dog. If you scroll recommend down to the bottom skills. and they got recommenders, bro. Well, hey, bro. I worked so, with this person in the past. <laughs> Administrative skill set. Y'all are not aware. There are escort services. They call them escort. Of course, services. no. I, yeah, know I know. Troy, I, I, you know I, I, yeah, thank yeah. you, Troy, and for then, letting us know. So, about, so <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> well, they're called. <laughs> they were asking the question. They was asking the question as if they didn't know escort services exist. <laughs> no, what I'm saying he uh, escort is different than a prostitute. Blown, he yeah, talking about escort blown blown prostitutes. But escort services end up turning into prostitution. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Nah. Escorts are supposed to like pop up with you at an event to have you look good. Like Kevin Samuel said, Kevin Samuel said, yo, he got an escort. He said it was the best decision he ever made for his career. I wouldn't know. But carry on, Troy. It's, it's called escorts and what? <laughs> got to get escorts. And then on top of that, you know, uh, cats just hitting up chicks on Instagram and stuff That's like that. And me. then it, it 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 starts off innocent. And then 
they turn into sugar daddies. <laughs> But I you, have. I never have to worry trick, about Troy. that. That's not a I'm sugar daddy. Ever be a but, but to, daddy but to your core, life. do you really think that Neo was putting in work to eventually get to that point? Like, come on, man. No, this was a connect. No, I think we'll probably go ahead. Go ahead. I think what probably happened was he linked with them. They probably had a couple, you know, rendezvous, and then after a while, <laughs> he just started breaking off to make <laughs> to make up part of the, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> After a while, it just turned into he he wants to keep them a part of this a part of his stable. So give him, you know, hey, I need five hundred for a bag. You know, I need I need six hundred for you know whatever, and it just turned into something like that. I need two thousand for yeah, rent. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah, well, that's if terrible. that's the case, yeah, I don't that, that that I don't need that in my life. So I'm gonna keep Neo and his family and kids. That's lifted. terrible. Hey, can crazy. I talk about? Can I talk about? I know, <laughs> I know you effing line. That's worse than Neo. Yeah, I got it. I know you effing line. That's worse than Neo. And it's the joint that Drew put in the chat earlier. While I do think that Neo situation is, you know. I know you effing lying. I don't think it's as egregious as, you know. Erroneous. No, that's my word. You took my word. I was going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't use it. It's not. You didn't buy the word. No, that was my word the for word. the day, bro. I was going to find a way to fit that joint in, but now I can't do it because Drew stole it. Anyway. Hey, bro, that joint was perfect. Anyway, bro, Drew posted in the group chat today a flyer for a coming revival service. For a local church, I'm not gonna say the church name, but Troy, when we get to this part of the video, flash the uh, flyer on the thing so people can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I know that all of us have seen some wild, you know, what I'm saying, uh, revival title themes or whatever. But this drink specifically was entitled "What That Mouth Do," mm. and I immediately <laughs> said, "I know Mel you." Mel got in his bag. Mel, I, was got like, in I know his you. Effing line. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell I'm going to anybody's church where the theme for the week is what that mouth do. And let me say this real quick. If I if I show up to a service and let that me is say the title of quick. anything, I am packing up. I'm making all the noise I can leaving. And leaving. I'm calling the cops. I, I'm leaving abruptly. Cops. Leaving abruptly. Abruptly. What that mouth do? Let me say, let me tell you what you can't do. And I hate this. Some, I hate this so much. I'm going to talk about it right now because I'm on it. Because so, we're talking about it right now. I absolutely hate, as long as I've been in church, I've always hated when uh, pastors or people in church, young or old, try so hard to be trendy by bringing anything they can from the world into the pulpit to try to make mm -hmm. themselves seem more relatable. Mm -hmm. I hate that. I cannot stand it. If you're going to preach that we're supposed to be in the world but not of it, hold to that. No, don't even do it, Drew. Don't even Drew it. Because <laughs> Troy going to put that drink right up on the screen. <laughs> so we can see my man smiling with his arms crossed under a title that say what that mouth did. And, and let me tell you, hey, bro. Hey, man, hit the arm joint again, bro. Hit that joint again. Look. <laughs> you cannot convince me that you're going to be able to turn a phrase that's talking about sucking dick into a message. <laughs> That's about speaking souls. in tongues about speaking in tongues we all know what, what that mouth do mean ain't no hey. way for you to flip it turn it change it hey. whatever we gotta cut this out and that's really a I know you effing line moment because why why does that I even agree. have to why? be you know what I'm saying why does that why? even have to be the title we try too don't. hard to be it, it, it is yeah I agree I agree and that is Cancel why this, 
Yeah, that that's why the the church is just in, in shambles, yo. I, and the thing is, I don't know if people had to pay to go to that or what, but that is utterly ridiculous. I guarantee they go pack that thing out because people will be wondering what that mouth do. What that to mouth solely do. learn so how to, stupid, to you know? solely how to speak in tongues, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> and you know exactly what's gonna happen after that. It's gonna be a whole a lot whole lot of, of mouth dudes. It's gonna be a lot of mouth dudes. But you don't even learn how to do. This, first of all. <laughs> It's gonna be a yeah, whole lot of mouth be like, Yo, because so, all it's doing hey, is so what's the move the after this? What's the move after this? I don't know. I'm trying to see what that mouth do. They, you yeah, know show, show me exactly, what they Show me what you learned. They can, hey, but they can all come to club repent um, after the <laughs> what, 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 what your mouth do <laughs> revival. Y'all can all come to club repent. <laughs> I like that plug, Lace. I like how you did that. But that's a real I know you effing line moment right there. And I'm mm-hmm. getting I'm getting tired of this, bro. Nah, no, that's crazy. About it. Drew, that's this crazy. is for you to do because you in that lane yeah. now. So I need you yeah. to hold the other, you know. The other members of the clergy. Um yeah. accountable. Accountable for for go, this e- for this erroneous event. <laughs> hey, let me tell y'all something, yo. Cats don't listen to me. I done gave up a long time ago, bro. So cats don't listen to me. They're gonna do what they want to do. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's tough. Now, I- I do believe I do believe that there needs to be some relatability from the pulpit to the congregation. There needs to be some relatability. Right. Um, Using examples of, you know, modern day events or things of that nature, maybe even dressing to a point of where you're not separating yourself. You know, a lot of a lot of pastors nowadays are moving away from the robes, the suits and stuff like that and being more modern dress. I understand stuff like that. Um, But to the point of where you are using a suggestive term in order to attract people, that's when it starts to get a little bit out of hand. And I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm surprised you didn't say this, but I'm surprised you didn't mention, uh, I'm not gonna mention his name, but the preacher who's been in fire for using uh, too many uh, excessive um, props and anti-stage. stage. I was not going to say his name, but since why not? Did, we can say bro, that he, nigga we name. do it. He do it. Yeah. It's Michael Todd. He do it. He over the top. <laughs> he spit. He, he got he some sus, some sus face, observations bro. that he be Fact. doing yes. on his Very on his. Factual. You know what I'm saying? Very why fine. just be like, not, get this man? Stop showing this man on the internet, man. I, I'm his message. His he, he has good intentions with his messages, but his uh Does his he? approach to his approach to. <laughs> His approach to his messages sometimes is is ridiculous. <laughs> it's out of the box. Man. Well, the thing is, you can you can try to dumb something down so much that it becomes about you and not about the message. A lot of his antics Facts. make it about him, and that is a part. That's why um, you can take issue to how he gets down at times because sometimes it's really just a basic message that he offers, but yeah. he does so much to try to pull people in and all like, nah, and I understand you got to meet people where they are, but sometimes you can dumb it down so much that you just lose sight of what you're trying to present. I agree. Hey, uh, just a small plug for seminary. Uh, that is why when you get in that joint, they say it's not me, but it's we, mm-hmm. and it's not I, but it's you, right. but you know, but mm-hmm. Hey, keep the comments to myself. But anyway, my point is, is that um, I think that there has to be, there has to be a balance. I completely agree with what Mel is saying. However, I've seen the uh, the opposite where, you know, every, everything is worldly, everything is demonic, everything is secular. Um, and that's just not necessarily the case. You know, there's some things like, for example, I mean, let's be honest, there's probably still some spots and circles um, in ministry where counseling is deemed as um, 
as blasphemy. Like you don't need to go to counseling. All you need to do is call on the name of Jesus, you know? So it just has to be a balance. And that's something that's like sexually suggestive. That's you're wilding, like, <laughs> like you're wilding. Or if you spit in somebody's face, like you're wilding, but you know, here's the sad part. And I can't think of the comedian. He's on TikTok. Dude is hilarious. There are folk out there in the crowd and they like, amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's the anointing. That's Amen. not. So that is like, a nigga that listened to a li- lyric about sucking on the way to church and was like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, have an, you, I, I have an idea. Preach. You know what? You know what's going to get him? You know what's going to get him? Yeah. Let me call my man who Let makes me the fly out there real quick. Yeah. Hey, I no just want to say that there are, there are, there are plenty of ways to be relatable. Uh, and one of the ways that you can do that is the way that God intended, and that is through testimony, which He gave all of us to help us. Be That's real able. good. So I, I just want to say man. that I just I, you do what you want to do. I've never been to seminary. Uh, I have frequented the house of the Lord quite a bit, <laughs> and I know that He's given all of us trials and tribulations that we can use to be relatable and connect with others. And I'm sure we don't have to be asking people what that mouth do to get to talk about. Well, what what if somebody showed? What if somebody show up and they give their testimony about talking about what that mouth do? Then they're going to be shunned <laughs> from the church. <laughs> hey, tell I'd me. much rather somebody get up there and say that they used to be out here sucking it for money and God cleaned them up. <laughs> <laughs> and God cleaned them up for the, for, for a pastor the limit, the limit who was nowhere near God. that to just be. Yeah. <laughs> I would much rather they say took that the than taste, for someone to the be up there. right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> yo, lace a while. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, get lace off the potty, bro. Get lace off the potty, bro. The taste get right this out of my mouth. The, the Lord is a deliverer, boy. I tell you. Hey, bro. He a way maker. Hey, bro. Lace is a menace to society, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, lace, man. <laughs> Oh my God! Now, it's getting ridiculous out here, man. It is getting truly ridiculous out here. <laughs> Yo, y'all boys, wow! For real, man, it's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> hey, I can't say this so much. <clears throat> oh man, go ahead, Drew. What was you saying, Yo. man? <laughs> I can't say hey, so much. I got a um I got a couple of a couple of folks hey, reached yo. out to me about the last uh sermon that I did. Cause I I, I brought up I I mean I didn't directly say, hey, you should go get you a bottle of wine to go drink, but I did I did reference like drinking. I did reference like, you know, drinking wine. And so a couple of people reached out to me. They were like, Hey man, you know, you ain't gotta do all of that this second and third. And I was like, it just went through one end, not the other. So Yeah, they missed the whole message. That was a good message, by the way. That was a really good message. I forgot to leave. That's why I said, I'm not going to lie. I send me the link again. I'll what was you telling them to do, Drew? They could drink wine, but don't get drunk. He, no, <clears throat> he referenced how Jesus was doing a miracle of uh, changing water into wine and stuff like that. Oh, at that. the wedding. Yeah, at the wedding. Yeah. And then he mentioned something along the lines of, you know, uh, the best wine is often served last. And he said, look, I'm not advocating for people. You know, I know I'm in this church or whatever. Uh, and then he just kept going. 
That's it. And then he just started talking about Jesus in the water and the wine, Jesus in the water. Got gotcha, you. Gotcha. If somebody got stuck on that one part right there, they they won't listen. Yeah, they there. won't listen. They and they going to they probably yeah. going to hell. They probably ain't even. That's how it is because people listen to a whole hour podcast and all they gonna hear is prostitutes got LinkedIn pages. <laughs> Because that's how people do, bro. They focus on one For part real, of the man. message. They don't. They For pick real. the part that they want to hear. Hey, it's, but, nah, but it has been crazy, though. Go ahead, Drew. Basically, to add context. So basically, what I said was, is like, if anybody's ever had wine before, they know the difference between cheap wine and good wine. Mm. And I was like, so the difference is, is the simple fact that <clears throat> my argument, or not necessarily my argument, but my point was, is that Jesus circumvented time when he turned water into wine. Most people say, you know, he had control over nature, which is true. You can make the argument that time is is uh, is under the umbrella of nature. But I was like, he literally circumvented time. And the older wine is, the better. And I was like, so that's why we got to wait for what God has for us. And so a couple of people reached out to me. I didn't realize that the message was going on. Um, Facebook is a wild place, especially like for older black people. I feel, yo, let me tell yo, you. I hate Facebook, segue. yo. I hate, I hate Facebook. Facebook. I hate I the Facebook. fact that my parents and older you people do, have found Facebook late. Because they feel like it's the most important. I'm like, dog, I've, I've been there, done that. I, I hate the <laughs> fact that old people love Facebook so much. But anyway, but yeah, a couple of folks reached out to me about it. I am, I am old people. I know I you love, love Facebook. Tr- Facebook Troy. You be, oh, you always be on Facebook. I be, I love it. I loves it. That's where all my peoples is, man. I feel like, I feel like my, because my generation was, or well, my year. I'm not saying my generation. My year was the year that, like, um, like social media was extremely popular like it was so it was so popular and just been riding the wave ever since man and that's where all my peoples is and so i can I, and i don't discriminate when it comes to facebook family members could be friends friends could be friends ex-co-workers could be friends not necessarily current co-workers but ex-co-workers could be friends and uh i just like sharing about my life you know what i'm saying I accept anybody's friend request on Facebook because I don't put nothing up there anyway. I so haven't had it in years, nothing. so I can't really. I haven't had Facebook in probably mm, they ain't gonna see nothing. ten years. So I get on Facebook after I've exhausted all my other social media options, and I need to kill time. That's like a last resort and, app for me. And Facebook is kind of like a ongoing class reunion, family reunion type of app for me. It but if I didn't like them niggas them. before, why do I need to keep up with them now? Like, why? Well, here's the thing. I, I liked them. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't like them, I, I, could, I can completely understand. Like, I, I got family members who don't want to be in there because uh, while they do have friends, they don't want their friends in their business all the time. I don't necessarily have business that I'm afraid to share my life about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm. Uh, not and I'm not saying like people are afraid. I'm just saying like right, I, I like sharing. You. I like I like sharing about you know things that's going on in my life. Uh, just like this past weekend when your boy won his first uh, three on three uh, tournament. You know what I'm saying basketball tournament. We and actually I, talked about say- you with that too, Troy. Because there's no way it was any comp if y'all won that and you was talking about <laughs> you had eight points. This and that. I don't know who y'all was playing, but couldn't have been no comp. Could not have been hey, no bro. comp. Hey man, you know the. I honestly, I thought we was gonna lose. I knew we was gonna lose, um, but we end up beating uh, the team um, uh, in the championship. We beat them twice. Uh, we beat them in the, during the tournament and in the championship. To, uh, to How many win. teams was in this tournament? Uh, I want to say eight, maybe no eight comp. teams. No comp. Might have been. <laughs> might have been eight teams. We only had Three. to win four games, and um, you know, we um, we end up. 
getting three different teammates. Uh, uh, one teammate, he was only there for two games. He had to leave. Then we picked up somebody. They had to leave. Then we picked up somebody else in the championship. You, do you, do you hear this? this no comp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm listening to it. No comp. <laughs> do you Nigga hear this? subbing on the fly. <laughs> subbing teammates <laughs> on the fly. No set tell roster. Troy, the only constant in all, tell, tell, him, tell, him Troy, tell him, Troy, say the no, only no, no. constant in all those teams was you, bro. Exactly. So you was the difference maker. Exactly. Tell him, Troy, your, the only constant boy, in all them teams was you, bro. Your boy was putting up numbers. Lace said it himself, and I appreciate this about Lace, even though it was a backhanded compliment when he told me. He said, Troy, if you listen to what I'm going to do, I can get you a scholarship. I told and, him straight uh, up. He would have got a full so, a full and, ride. Full ride. And Lace said, Lace always said, you gotta be coachable. And you I gotta be coachable, bro. You, you gotta and be as soon coachable. As he, and as soon as he said that, I was like, all right, bet. I and I listened to I listened to things he and I, I put him to work. Your boy got his first championship. His first All right. Well, I'll take I'll take credit for it, then. I'll take that credit. So look, uh, we're gonna segue based on what Troy talking about right now, because for the last few weeks we've been doing a lot of talking about uh, knowing your personnel and having the right people on your team and all these other type of things. And then speaking of what Troy talking about right now, um, you know, Drew po- posed a question earlier. This is more of a single man question, you know, as he's navigating the dating scene and stuff like that. He posed a question earlier in the group where he basically was asking, you know, should it be a disqualifier if you come into contact with a person who comes from a toxic background or a toxic family? Is that a disqualifier for you? Uh, from being in a relationship with a person. I gave my answer. I'm going to let Drew give context to his question first. <laughs> and, and then we can have, hash this out. Uh, but I definitely think this is a good a good question. And every I feel like every person, but specifically every man, should be you know, asking themselves these types of questions before they you know, start to get in a relationship. Because we've seen how you know, it's turning out for some people, you know, uh, just public stuff that's been going on lately, you know, like uh, the situation with Miles Bridges, you know, the situation with Blueface that I've seen recently on, you know, social media. What crazy face? Situations and stuff like that. So uh, say, say what it now. What happened to Blueface? Nah, hey, uh, somebody caught uh, like a small recording or, or photos of him and his girl tussling, you know, in the oh, of the, yeah, I did the see other that. day or whatever. So they were. And he said he would pay her, uh, pay her 100K like for her to leave. No, nah, 100K. Yeah. For her to leave, yeah, I was gonna say 100k. Yeah, he he wants her to leave him alone, but I don't think he really. Now, how how stupid is that? How stupid is that? You you got a girlfriend, and you talking about you gonna pay her 100k <laughs> to leave you alone? Toxic, crazy, crazy. But some people operate well yes. in that Yo, in that kind of dysfunction. But carry on, Drew. I swear, I swear, people who got money are the wrong people to have it, bro. You gonna drop a hundred k, like, bro? Like, help me understand, but that Drake just infuriated. It me, makes bro. no sense, but he but, could be uh, doing it for clout. As well, because he, yeah, I mean, oh, for sure. But I'm trying to think. Oh, I remember how that conversation came up. I mean, I'll be honest. You know, one of the things my mom always told me, she was like, "Yo, I don't care what nobody tell you. When you marry somebody, you marry their whole family. Mm-hmm. So they problems, your problems. Facts. You know, your problem, your family problems is their problems. And so, like, I've just talked, you know, especially with my friends in my age bracket, and it's just like. I don't know if it's our generation. I don't know if it's, it's it's two schools of thought. You can say that we're just super problematic and super toxic ourselves, ourselves, our generation. Or you can say that our generation is the one that's like kindly saying, all right, this has been going on for generations on generations on generations. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, obviously there needs to be something to address it. It or is perhaps, not the latter. I can tell you that it is not the latter, Drew. Hey, so my point is, it's simply like what, 
what is a disqualifier? And I mean, and it sounds, I know somebody listening to be like, yo, that's super harsh, but it's just like, at what point does your like, uh, your instinct kicked in and you're like, yo, I can't, this situation is not redeemable because you, like, you know what I'm saying? If you do, you and your shorter, y'all can get along great, whatever case may be. But at some point in time, you're going to have to interact with her family. And if her family is like super, like beyond toxic, like I'm talking about, like that joint is like off of a Jerry Springer, Maury show. At what point in time are you like, yo, this is not conducive? Because at the end of the day, you got to be honest. If you have kids, this is male or female. At some point in time, they're going to be impacted by that. And as as I, one of my homeboys, I ain't going to say his name, he was like, yo, do you feel, would you feel comfortable with your kids going to their other grandma and grandpa's house and you being cool with being like, you know what, I'm going to let you like, you know what I'm saying? And if you can't feel comfortable with that, is that who you need to get? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, in the man's case, is that who you need to lay your seed with? So. I'm going to first start by saying the minute that you have that type of thought, it's time to go. You know that that's already it's time, it's time to go. That's a good. The first time, time that you have that thought is the time when it's for you to depart, bro. Like even if you you know get to think about that, especially for someone like you who's in the in the dating space, like you're not legally or you know spiritually tied to anybody or anything like that. Like the, the as soon as you start feeling like that, you know what I'm saying. And I'm gonna keep it inclusive this week. You know I don't really. I hate inclusion, but we're going to do it. Um, I'm going to say hate inclusion. Hate inclusion. Okay. God. Child, 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 child. Oh, my God. The Andy podcast is for any listener, bro. Let me put, wait, wait. Let me put context around the message. Oh, my God. I hate when people are afraid to talk about certain subjects and feel like they have to insert people to make it seem fair when we really talk about a specific thing. Oh, God. Okay. So that's what I mean by hate inclusion. But in this situation, it is a two way street since we're talking about relationships and toxicity and health and stuff like that so i'm saying like the minute that you start to feel like that especially if you're in a dating space then you already know it's a dead situation you know so it, it definitely should be um a qualifier and i don't think people should a disqualifier and i don't think people should feel guilty about that they shouldn't feel like they're a bad person for not wanting to be connected to something like that right. because you got to be careful about what what you invite into your life you know what i'm saying and if they're already dealing with that you know um <clears throat> as much as we all like to preach, you know, when we talking about the downtrodden community and calling ourselves products of our environment and people don't have control over that type of stuff, whatever. If that is true, if we use those, you know, um, narratives for things, then it also has to be true that we are p- products of our environment if we come from dysfunctional or toxic environments. So that means at some point, the the experience or trauma that that person has had from that toxic environment is going to show, gonna show his face. Yes, it's going to show you his know, face. So if if it's there, I'm saying that it's a disqualifier because you don't have no guarantee that they gonna address that with themselves or want to work on it or deal with it or face it you know or anything like that and if they refuse to partake in that they just gonna drag you through you know whatever it is that they're already dealing with and then you're gonna be in a worse off situation uh and i think a lot of men don't get out right away because they have this savior complex or i'm gonna help her Get good over point, these hurdles. Melvin. I'm gonna knock really down point. these walls. I'm gonna help you know shape her up and all these other type of things. It's like that's a dead a fool's as as Drew Grandma would say, or oh, is it Lay's grandma? Somebody nah, grandma Drew's grandma. Running a fool's yeah, errand. yeah, running a fool's yeah, errand. Drew, yeah, you you running a fool's errand. So I'm saying like <clears throat> that should definitely be a disqualifier, especially you know if you're really considering if you're at the age where you're really considering marriage. If you ain't just out here looking for a couple laughs and butt naked sex or whatever like that, then you know that should be a disqualifier for you, and it should be something that you need to take. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. Isn't all sex well, butt yeah. naked? So I'm going to say, yes, it is. Say Isn't it all sex butt naked? 
<laughs> I don't know. Troy, I need you to, I, Troy. I need you to. I'm about gonna give you some homework or some movies. Later. All I said, and that's all Troy heard. You see how black people act? Yeah, you see how they do. All I that all I said just now. That's all Troy heard. Mel, hey, but hey, J Cole said, "Don't save her. She don't want to be saved." Well, it's actually, real, man. Juicy J said that, but Juicy J was the original. He was the original. Yeah, oh, but hey, J Cole hey, did come on. in on the back end. Uh, <laughs> shout out to. Juicy J and 3-6 Mafia, they they went hard back in the day. But nevertheless, I do agree with you, Mel. The thing is, a lot of individuals, and it could, it could go either way since we're being inclusive, they don't acknowledge the red flags that they see. Um, again, I know I have a lot of, I, I know I have a lot of pet peeves that I operate my life around. But again, small things. If they say salmon with a hard L, come on, you gotta man. get out of there, bro. You that ain't it. That ain't it for you, my guy. Like you gotta get out of there. But again, we we a lot of times we don't acknowledge. I, case in point, I remember um, when I was when I was out there like that. I went. I took a young lady to um, Magianos, and she was like, "Oh, you bougie, you bougie." If you think Magianos is bougie. Then we ain't we we, we ain't equally yoked. We're not equally yoked. What, what what Chris Tucker say, Lace? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you rolled in the best of circles. So, so it, it's those kinds of things that it's just like yo, you got to acknowledge it and you and you know if you can if you really want to give somebody time and energy and you're not gonna change nobody's perspective unless they want it to be changed. So yeah, nah, I'm I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Hey, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say who said it, but. I got some wisdom years ago, and I was told to pick what you can live with. Exactly. And ever since then, hey, ever since then, I'm like, yo. I don't know who that was, but that sounds like some melodic. <laughs> so I'm going to just, just put that so out I'm just going to take bro. credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> some it, sounds like, it sounds like melodic, so I'm going to just say it. The one hey, crazy. But nah, real rap. Hey, but real rap, though, um, Laces Wise, you said that. Um, because in preparation for October, you know, one of the things that's been on my heart is, is like, we lie to ourselves about people. Like, we oh, for sure. things to make sure or to rationalize our decisions. And it's human nature to rationalize why you do the things that you do or why you did what you did. Because, I mean, it's a defense mechanism. And I think that a lot of people, specifically myself, you know, I want to say, I guess, since. Troy, when I had that real conversation, I guess it was like January or February. I'm having some ugly conversations with myself, like some ugly looks in the mirror. And I just don't think people can, you know what I'm saying, can look at that because Mm-mm. if you if you are if you are, are intentionally because we know a red flag, we just choose to ignore it and we line ourselves about people. You got to ask yourself, why are you doing that? And mm-hmm. if people got more into the why of why I'm doing what I'm doing, you'd avo- you, you're, you're going to avoid a lot of heartache. For sure. Mm. I will. I I do want to give this one asterisk or caveat for individuals who do come from toxic uh, uh, families and who realize it and are doing work to address that. I think if they are displaying that they are doing work to address the toxicity that they came from, the environment that they that they came from, and they're trying to better themselves uh, on their own without you having to be there to do it for them and and do that savior type complex thing. I think that if an individual who is who is doing actual work, addressing it, denouncing, you know, some of the things that their family and stuff have done, then they can that they can qualify themselves even coming out of a dysfunctional or toxic type of uh, family background. 
I agree so with that, Troy. Ahead. I agree with that, Troy. But the issue is with, from the question that was posed. So let's get back to the premise of the question. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have to deal with the remnants of that, because if they have any kind of connection with their family, et cetera, that's still going to spill over into your situation in some way, shape, form or fashion, regardless yeah. of how the individual chooses to address it. So that is what you have to prepare your heart and mind for, because family ain't going. Family was there before Fact. you. So you're going to have to deal with it in some way. Um, and a lot of times that can create issues within your situation, regardless if someone is addressing it in a sound way to address their past um, and what they may have experienced, et cetera. Yeah. And that is if they even are willing to. Correct. Address it, Troy. Correct. Uh, and that's and that's even on them. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, not being funny or, or anything like that. You know, when you look at stats and data and all that they talk about, most people are conflict avoiding. Mm-hmm. 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 Most people are non-confrontational. You know what I mean? Everybody's not like me where I relish con- confrontation. Like I actually look for confrontation, you know what I'm saying? Intentionally because I enjoy it. Most people don't, they shy away from it. So they shy away from tough conversations. They shy away from any situation that looks like it might promote a conversation or anything like that. Like they don't want to deal with fear or trauma or pain or hurt or anything like that because it's, it's hard or whatever, you know, so they shy away from it. So you're talking about unicorn situations where people who would even be willing to say, I've been through something, I'm hurt by something and I want to deal with, whatever it is that I'm mm-hmm. that I've experienced so that I can be, you know, a better person for somebody else. That's a unicorn mm-hmm. situation that you're talking about. And even still that doesn't account for the person's, you know what I'm saying, family to Lace's point, you know, because then that brings a bunch of different challenges. Like what Drew was talking about, like if for any reason y'all decide to have kids, okay, the person that you're having kids with is working on themselves and they may, may be moving in a direction of healing or they may be a lot of, uh, a lot further along than they were, you know, now in the relationship with you. But are you still going to want to take your kids over there to their, their side of the family when you know that they got stuff going on with them? Do you want your kids to be around the stuff that they deal with? That's going to cause an argument, mm-hmm. you know? So her family want to know why they why her kids can't never come over there mm-hmm. to be with them. And you trying to act like you don't know why you don't want to take them over there. You know what I'm saying? Like all those type of things, you know, kick up too. So there's a lot of other things that, that play into that. So that's why I say like, I feel like the, it's more about the family, you know, speaking of Drew's part, the family, is what really is the you know the disqualifier and a lot of people do try to say like oh well, i'm i'm marrying this person or i'm in a relationship with this person i'm not in a relationship with their family but how yeah whoever in a relationship with somebody and never yeah. encounter their family right. you know what i'm saying or never deal with their family in some in some point in some point um so that's why i'm saying you know what i say and we all we all got something we all got something you know to hey. to drew's point earlier he was trying to say you know everybody's everybody's family you got something like everybody effed up you know i agree to an extent I, I do feel no, that's like there a are fact. some good yeah, families out here. You know what I'm saying? I do feel like there are some good families out there and there are some ones that have a lot more dysfunction than others. Hey, man. You know, so I can't just say we, we all everybody family effed up. We all got a thing, man. Your thing might not be my thing. My thing might not be your thing, but we all got a thing, brother. But we all got a thing. You know, so maybe the question is the level of toxicity. Right. I don't know. Right. Maybe it's the it, level. Maybe we got to change it to level. I don't know about it being a level. I think it's just like it really just depends on one, your level of trust in that person to uh, not necessarily, because it's, it's a weird dynamic. You don't want to be with somebody who can so easily disassociate themselves from their family. The truth of the matter is if they could, you know, just cut them off then they could do the same thing to you. However, it's a weird dichotomy because you want them to be able to say, Hey, you know, I love them. However, I cannot, um, 
I cannot subject myself to this type of type, lifestyle, this type of mindset. Mm-hmm. And so, like Mel said, there are those conversations about, like, you know, like, I'm just going to be transparent. Like, you know, why don't you want to come over? And this is like, I like for my blood pressure to be, you know, at a, at a normal <laughs> rate. So I, would, I, prefer, <laughs> I prefer to stay where I am. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, but then it comes with this, you know, conversation about, oh, well, you think this and you think that. The other dynamic is, is that it's extremely difficult for someone not to default to like their, uh, to their, to their upbringing. You know, like they say all the time, like Troy, you and I from Martinsville, you can take us out of Martinsville, but you can't take the Martinsville out of mm-hmm. us. You know, it's just something, some things that are innate to, to where we are, were brought. I think the, I think what it boils down to is, is that if you're with someone, one, have they acknowledged it? Two, have they taken steps to do it? Because you can, everybody acknowledges it. Everybody's saying, well, I know this and I know that. But like, are you going to go to a licensed professional counselor and are you going to sit and hash those things out? And are you taking active steps to remove yourself? Because it's all cool when you and them, you know, are together and everything is kosher. But when they go around that family and then this is if nothing is no work or no progress has happened, then you just got to make a decision. And so I saw this thing today was talking about self-love. If you got to let somebody else down to take care of yourself. You just gonna need to let them down, and so your mail summed it up perfectly. If you got that, even that piece of doubt in your mind, like I don't know if my kids can like hang over they uh, hang over um, the other folks' house, might not be the situation for you. Yeah, it's crazy. And some people don't even, you know, that's a really good point. Some people don't even look that far down the line, like, and that's the thing. If I have if I have children with this individual. Am I am I going to be proud to tell the story that, hey, I got kids with this woman or can I leave the kids with pop pop over at that at that house or something like that? Like those are those are questions people got to ask, but they so caught up in, you know, what's your favorite color and, you know, what ice cream do you like to get on the weekends and stuff like that? They don't they they, they miss all those important type of things. Hey, they worried about asking them what that mouth do. <laughs> what that mm. mouth do, though. <laughs> That too. Now the mouth, that the too. mouth might be all right. Uh, but hey, the mouth then got a lot of people hemmed up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, trouble. exactly. But I tell you hey. another another pet peeve of mine. I'm gonna give y'all this one for free. I hate it when people, particularly if you are dating or whatever, you want to talking to somebody. I hate when people compare. Like, say for instance, if we go out to eat, you order something to eat. And you you eat the whole meal, then be like, well, the meal won't worth what it costs. Nigga, you done ate the whole meal. Yeah, like, how, the whole how, <laughs> like that kind of mentality shows me like, nah, I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Habitual complainers over stupid stuff. I can't do it. And I know I got a lot of ways about me. I'm a lot different than a lot of people. But that kind of stuff would drive me insane. I can't do it. Lace disqualifiers are <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. They're actually they actually save you from a lot of heartache down the line, brother. Because again, hey. salmon with the hard ale, you out of here. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, I think speaking of the situation of kids, not just ones that you have with that person, but I also be more concerned with people who already have kids. Mm, you know mm. what I'm saying? If you already have kids and I feel like you need to even be more conscious about, you know, who you want to interact sure. with or invite into your life and stuff like that, because you already have kids, you know what I'm saying, to worry about. Do you really want to 
have them experience that, you know, situation. I don't think people think about that either because they just so focused on wanting mm-hmm. to, you know, have somebody or have a relationship or whatever like that. Like they don't even consider those type of things. But I think that's even more of a reason to have that type of disqualifier because who who naturally wants to, especially if you're someone who came from that environment or you experienced that thing, who naturally wants to just intentionally have their kids grow yeah. up in a toxic environment. Right. And to and to add to that case in point, I got a homie now. He's on his second marriage. Um, and he literally told me just last week that he hates his stepdaughter. Oh. And I'm like, yo, how how do you how do you hate a kid? Like, I mean, <laughs> you, did you like <laughs> what 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 am I missing here? But it goes back to expectation. Yeah. Um, allowing things to fly that you don't agree with, thinking that you go change something because you're so enamored or in love with this other individual. But you're talking about you hate this person's kid really and how good. it's causing issues within your relationship. That's crazy. All of that could have been avoided because you just didn't start hating the little mother today. <laughs> this happened. <laughs> throughout so <laughs> you've been feeling like that yeah you thought it was so gonna be better right like, where, where like does that. that even like how do you even navigate that at this point now you're vested because you're remarried etc and you have to deal with it crazy hey but let but let me throw hey I'm, i want to throw this out because the john just hit my spirit hey but don't go to the extreme where you critiquing everything you know what i'm saying right like, don't All be right. like you know what i'm saying like the eyes too far apart so i you know what i'm saying i can't <laughs> But then one earlobe is bigger than the other. Like you know, what I'm saying like, don't don't do that. You gotta have you gotta have a you gotta have a balance as it relates to like what's a disqualifier and what's not. And then this is free game. Um, you gotta. So what's yeah, a disqualifier, Drew? What's a disqualifier? Before you was, give us the free game, I was gonna let him get his free. Look, I was gonna let him get his free game out. Then I, you know, I was gonna ask him. I was gonna let him get his free game out first. Right disqualify, gonna get cats. If, if one of the toes, <laughs> if one of the toes cross over the other toe like this, it, it's a disqualifier. Oh, me. automatically disqualifier. I can't, I can't go nowhere with you wearing sandals. My crew go clown. I can't do that. I hate sandals. I hate sandals. So that'll bother me. Can't do that. We can't even play kickball. You know what I'm saying? Because you out here, nah, man. Come on, yo. Nah, my d- all right, Drew. What's your what's your free game? Uh, tell me, tell us your free game, and let's make a game this time because usually it ain't game. So, what's your free game? And then hey, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Melvin let this tell me your disqualifier. Touch my heart. Hey, free game. We gotta get you. Um, you gotta get you some cats. Uh, this is for male or female people who are where you want to be in life. So specifically, you know, what I'm saying if marriage is your aspiration or your goal, ask somebody who's married. You know, like you know, like hey, is this is this like an issue or is you know or is this tripping? You know, like so just get you somebody who has some wisdom. I don't really know why cats don't um they don't like going to ask people who are a little bit older who or have experienced those certain type of things in order to ask them for wisdom or, or advice. And so especially as it relates to making a significant investment into um somebody you plan to spend the rest of your life with and have kids with, um, you gotta have some type of um some elder uh wisdom around you it, well i mean we i could tell you the answer to that because niggas don't like accountability and they don't like hearing the truth um so that's why people don't mm. seek wise counsel um essentially i mean think about it if i have made it to a certain plateau and you're trying to get there why are you afraid to have that uh, that conversation or why are you you don't want to engage in that with people do it all the time whether it's business relationship any and everything we see it all the time all day every day and that's it's just really it's really sad. It's really sad. But I do I do agree with you that they should seek um wise counsel in that regard. Yeah, I I 
I do believe we talked in, intensely about that topic. Uh, it's either on Splendor Daddy or Niggas Can't Read. Yeah, we did. We did. About, we did. about the necessity yeah, of cats being able to have a good community in order to help them through, uh, through the whole dating process. And let me just add this one part. Do not look at celebrity marriages as your example. Do not look at i.e. Neo. I.e. Neo. Uh, <laughs> they are in a different tax bracket. Money makes you do a whole lot of different things, um, and they and they live a life of plebis of um, publicity. Lord have mercy. Um, and so they not they not they not like you. Get you somebody that's on your level. As as Beyonce just stated, it must be the cash because it ain't your face. So <laughs> they live a different <laughs> lifestyle than you and I. Thank y'all for not roasting me on saying on getting stuck up on publicity. Look, the all fifty all fifty five. Uh, hey, I saw, I saw all fifty five. No, you you thick tongue glizzy Troy. So they they know. So you got to spit it out. So you know what I'm saying. They know what time it is. <laughs> All right, Drew, tell us your disqualifier. I told you, my disqualifier is going to be singleness, bro. Gonna get us canceled, bro. So it, it won't. I guarantee it won't. It ain't gonna get us canceled. It's gonna get you canceled. We all taken care of. <laughs> so, so, We're so what's the disqualifier, Drew? Hit us with it. Uh you the one who was asking us, so you might as well ask it now. Bruh, I just resto- bruh, seat I was wise counsel. Question in the chat, bro. I I would say a disqualifier is um is really just a mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I think you can't control the deck of cards you got you got dealt. Nobody can. I mean, nobody can. But nice. however, it's just about your it's just about your mindset. Like for example, uh, a conversation I had a while ago. You know, it's Christmas, and I just threw it out there. You know, my brother and I were younger and we got Christmas gifts from my parents, friends or whatever the case may be. Sometime before New Year's, I remember Blake and I would be sitting at the kitchen table and we were writing thank you cards to people who got us gifts. Now, of course, you know, when I when my father ruined Santa Claus for me, you know what I'm saying? But my point is, it's like, hey, what? what? <laughs> I ain't never wrote a thank you card for Christmas here. gifts. That's wild, bro. Hey. <laughs> Your parents hey, on bro. another on another type of time, bro. <laughs> another hey, type bro. of time my, Anybody my Christmas who... thank you notes would have been horrible thank you for getting me what I did not ask for <laughs> right <laughs> 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 what was not on my list thank you for this ugly sweater grandma hey <laughs> hey bro hey it won't necessarily for family but it was like people they talk with whatever case may be my point is is this it taught me a valuable lesson that you're supposed to say thank you because nobody has to do anything for you, right? Fact. Or just simple things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, not calling elderly people by their first name, but throwing a, a Ms. or a Mr., you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. And if you're having a conversation and she's like, well, I don't feel like that's necessary. Uh, I, I, yo, I mean, I can't do that. Like, you don't want to raise your kids mm. off respect? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I, I just, I, I, can't, I can't get with that. Or you say, you know what? I never do my own hair. I always go to the salon to get my hair done every other week. So my mindset is, we have a daughter. You ain't gonna do her hair. Mm. You ain't. I mean, well, I, I think that's two different. Two different. My... I think that's two different 
two different nah, things. Nah, bro, this so. is what I'm saying. No, listen. The, the, this is Drew's. The, this, this, this is his disqualifier. You know? Okay, disqualify. you right. You right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right, bro. You right. <laughs> I'm gonna let you live. Hey, all Black I'm women saying, gonna roast you for that hair I'm, salon comment, but go ahead. And I'm gonna let you know this too, Drew. No, well, I'm gonna say this clip, Troy. Every two weeks, actually, Drew. Every two weeks, they gonna get them nails done too. I'm gonna just let you know right now. Hey, but that's a hey, but that's a difference. This is what I'm trying. This is what my point Keep is. Keep going through your list, bro. Roast me because most because most black women take pride in self care care, whether they finding a, or researching different ways of how to take care of their hair, whatever case may be. So if you're going to get box braids or something like that, that's different. But if you're going to get your hair washed and you don't wash or touch your hair any other time than somebody else doing it, that's problematic for me. And if I gotta get, I got you. That, I, I understand that concept. So I got you. Lace help me look at him. Look context. at him throwing out hairstyles so he can sound trendy in front of black women. No, the context is what he's saying is so. Say Vince is sure to get her hair done every two weeks, and she does nothing in between time. In the meantime, that is a um, essentially a hygiene concern. So if she don't wash Thank her hair you, for Lace. two weeks, what else might she not be taking care of in that capacity as well? So I understand what he's saying. I'm not saying I agree with it. <laughs> To the listeners, but I do understand where he is coming from. <laughs> I mean, if she wrapping, hey, if, if she right, wrapping it or something room? like that and putting it in, you know, putting uh, um, Troy uh, don't understand, bro. Harry, Troy don't, how Troy don't do understand. You, how often do you wash your hair, Troy? I I, I do mine once. He a don't. Week. So you wash your hair once a week, okay? So if she goes to the salon every two weeks, and don't wash it until it's done. Well, at the salon. only and the only reason why I wash my hair is because you, black people we're not supposed to wash our hair as frequently as. Our white parts do, and so some people are able to do that. The reason why I even wash my hair that often is because I'm working out and all that type of stuff, and um, and I I, I got I cut my own hair, so I want make make sure my clippers are clean and stuff like that all the time. I don't want to dirty up my clippers, so I mean that's for me. But I know some people don't don't wash their hair for like two weeks. Hey, well, let me they won't be with Drew. Hey, look, I, I look, man. That's just that's just so. Well, that's on your I, list. I, manners, I manners, like... and hygiene is are your disqualifiers. And you didn't say if you if you think that toxicity is a disqualifier. You posed the question to us, but you didn't really say what your thought process was. You know, on that situation. I think up front it's a disqualifier, especially if they're one. Because um, here's the thing: a lot of people, like a lot of people, what I found is is that a lot of people they say, "I know, I know this is toxic, or I know this is wrong, or whatever case may be." You said this the other week, you know? what I'm saying, well, I'm di- I'm human, or this is just who I am, or whatever case may be. People have no get problem acknowledging it. That's my, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of it. However, <laughs> but people don't want to execute. My dad says this all the time. Everybody got ideas. But nobody executes. Nobody wants to do mm-hmm. the work and to actually do it. And so everybody can recognize it, especially if you call it out. You'd be like, hey, um, you know, that's like really toxic, right? And they'd be like, yeah, but, you know, it's just been that way for years. OK, I mean, so like for you, like you can't change your family. You can't force them to grow. But what are you going to do about it? And so mm-hmm. it's a disqualifier if there's not like active work being done um, to change it or to insulate themselves away from that. Um, so, yeah. I feel that. So what's the moral of the story today? We kind of talked about a lot, but we did. I feel like a lot of different things. I know you effing line. That's the that's the that's the that's the that's the moral hey, of the story in the topic. The I know you effing line. Is, 
the moral of the story is can you move past the disqualifiers if you know what that mouth do? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. And Don't be a sucker <laughs> in a world full of lollipops. That's what it is, man. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, hey, yo, Lace, for real, bro. We we going on tour, bro. Are we we gonna get a book deal. <laughs> We go. We gonna get a book deal. Twenty twenty three. We getting a book deal. It's gonna call. It's gonna, Let's get it. It's gonna call laces. The book of laces, bro. We the book of laces. Hey, hey, for real. We gonna put all your one liners in a book and sell that joint to the public. I'm bro. with it. I'm with it. All right, Drew. Took the taste right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the Melly D's podcast, man. On that. <laughs> Until next time, yo. We out, man. Yo, this nigga lays crazy, girl. <laughs>